Hey guys, and welcome to the Kudos to Comedy podcast. I am your host, Myra, and this podcast is for anyone who loves comedy, makes comedy, or just has a general interest in comedy. In each episode, I'm going to talk about one specific comedian, where they came from, their career so far, and what I just think makes them special. In other words, my kudos to their comedic work. So for the first episode, I thought it'd be a really nice idea if we started off with one of my favorite comedians, John Mulaney. So without further ado, here's the first episode of kudos to comedy so who exactly is john mulaney well for starters his full name is actually john edmund mulaney and he was born in chicago illinois on august 26 1982 he is the son of ellen stanton and charles mulaney both of his parents are lawyers and both of his parents are from irish catholic descent as a child, Mulaney would frequent the Museum of Broadcast Communications in Chicago where he would watch archive episodes of shows such as I Love Lucy, The Tonight Show starring Johnny Carson. Plus, at the age of seven, he even had the opportunity to audition for the role of Kevin McAllister from the Home Alone movies, but his parents nixed that. When asked about his comedy influences, Mulaney is quoted as saying as, Always loved stand-up albums. Growing up in the 90s, I would sit on the floor with my discman and listen to the comedy albums I had bought. He has also mentioned listening to a lot of Jerry Seinfeld, Dave Chappelle, Richard Pryor, Bob Newhart, Chris Rock, and Albert Brooks. Growing up, he went to school in St. Clements in Chicago where he would perform skits instead of reports on what they learned instead. Mulaney later went to attend St. Ignatius College Prep and graduate in 2000. He went on to attend his parents' alma mater, Georgetown University, and majored in English. While at Georgetown, he auditioned for the school's improv group, and while there, he met Nick Kroll and Mike Bergala. After graduating Georgetown in 2004, Mulaney moved to New York City with ambition of a career in comedy and was hired as an office assistant at Comedy Central. In 2008, Mulaney auditioned for Saturday Night Live along with Nick Kroll. He won a spot on the writing team where he remained for six seasons. Mulaney, along with Bill Hader, created the iconic character called Stefan. Mulaney had a habit of changing lines of dialogue at last minute in order to surprise Hader on live television which made Hayter create Stefan's signature move of hiding behind his hands because he was laughing too hard to carry on. In 2012, Mulaney filmed one of his first stand-up specials called John Mulaney New in Town, which was produced by Comedy Central. In October 2013, Fox announced that they had picked up Mulaney's semi-autobiographical sitcom plot titled Mulaney, for a six-episode season order. Mulaney was the creator, producer, and writer of his own series. The series unfortunately did not perform well and was subsequently canceled after one season. In 2015, Mulaney's third stand-up comedy special titled The Comeback Kid was released on Netflix. The Comeback Kid received critical acclaim with David Sims of The Atlantic calling it a quote, a reminder of everything that makes Mulaney so singular. Storytelling rich, well-observed details delivered with the confidence of someone decades older than 33, end quote. After 2015, Mulaney began to ex- expand outside the world of stand-up. He guest stars in shows such as Lady Dynamite, Comedy Bang Bang, Difficult People, and he wrote for shows such as Maya and Marty, which starred Maya Rudolph and Martin Short. In 2017, Mulaney even went to Broadway alongside comedic partner Nick Kroll, where they starred in their own show called Oh Hello on Broadway, which ran for 138 shows. He also went on to host the Independent Spirit Awards in 2017 alongside Nick Kroll. And in 2018, Mulaney returned to his Saturday Night Live roots to host. Shortly after him hosting SNL, Mulaney's fourth stand-up comedy special, Kid Gorgeous, premiered on Netflix. The series was also met with critical acclaim 
and even won an Emmy at the 70th Primetime Emmy Awards. He received the Emmy for Outstanding Writing for a Variety Special for this stand-up special, Kid Gorgeous. All right, so now that we know a little bit more of John Mulaney and what his career history has been like so far, when we come back, we'll talk about why I like John Mulaney so much. I dedicated this first episode of this podcast series to him, and I'll play some of my favorite jokes of his. Hey, hon, what you doing with your phone? Taking pictures? No, I'm asking you questions. Like what? Hey, Bobo, do flowers have best friends? I'm sorry, I'm afraid I don't know that. Hey, follow me. I want to show you something. Look, flowers do have best friends. Whoa. Some answers can only be found in nature. Discover the unsearchable. Visit discovertheforest.org to find a trail near you. Brought to you by the United States Forest Service and the Ad Council. So what made me want to do an episode dedicated to this one person, to this one comedian, and why John Mulaney for the first episode? Well, when I first quote-unquote discover John it was completely by accident I was um, on Netflix and I was kind of in a lull on my life where I really needed a laugh and so the comeback kid came up under my recommended things to watch so I clicked on it and I absolutely fell in love I was in I watched it through and through I laughed the entire whole bits of it I laughed everything I laughed at the entire thing over and over again I hurt from laughter I absolutely was roped in and I became a John Mulaney's fan then and there um when I first saw the comeback kid I thought that he was he had the ability to talk about subjects that all comedians talk about you know religion childhood parents um growing up uh things that they saw weird then and how they deal with them now he tackled these subjects but he was able to differentiate himself by the way he did his delivery he is not so much of a crude comic where he cusses in every other word in his bit i feel like comedians that do that just do that for an easy laugh um sometimes you may do it for emphasis but it's kind of rare um and so that's that's how i found out about him and that's what i first when i first saw him i was like he knows how to tell a story because at the end of the day comedy is storytelling but it's storytelling in a way that appeals to multiple audiences and john had the ability to do that because once I saw the comeback kid I did my research and then I started following him on social media and these accounts on Instagram started popping out about you know accounts dedicated to him and his jokes and not that it's a bad thing but I think it was like run by like preteens and so I found that really odd that he was appealing to those that type of audience but then I would go on Facebook and I would see older generations, you know, sharing the same jokes of his online. And now that he's, that was 2015, I want to say 2015, 16. And um, now that it's 2019, there's so many things that he is, um, I don't even think he knows. <laughs> there's some things, I know I saw a thread on Twitter of like musicals it's John Mulaney quotes um you know Sparknotes does a lot of things with his quotes um out of context quotes 
that they use and it's it's really funny how his jokes from 2012 from his other specials are being used now and they're still relevant and they're still funny and they're not in bad taste and it's just it's universal comedy is universal but John Mulaney has the power to appeal to multiple audiences that most comedians struggle with because most jokes are not geared for multiple generations multiple audiences but John Mulaney does that so effortlessly where he can talk about one thing and multiple generations of audiences uh, can relate Um, and so what made him funny to me was well when I saw him in Comeback Kid I knew he tackled something that a lot of comedians tackle the subject of religion and so um he grew up in a Catholic household. I grew up in a Catholic household. So that being said, when he talked about Catholicism, I related to it because I was like, yes. Um, and I felt it was really funny. One of my favorite jokes from the Comeback Kid is where he talks about going back to church after not going for a while and how things have changed a little bit. I'm going to play that clip for you guys now. Catholic. I don't go to church anymore, but I went on Christmas Eve with my parents, because you know how you lie to your parents. So we go into the church, and I was like, I got this under control. And then I got schooled because they introduced a bunch of new shit. No, I was going through Mass, and I was batting like 400. And then in the middle of Mass, the priest said, Peace be with you. And everyone said, And with your spirit. And I was like the one pre-Y2K asshole going, and also with you. What? Huh? What? Huh? What? When? What? For those of you that aren't Catholic, I don't mean to exclude you, even though we love to exclude you. But there's a part in church where the priest says, peace be with you. And for many, many years, we all said, very good. But they changed it to end with your spirit because that's what needed revamping in the Catholic Church. And that was the squeaky wheel that needed the grease. And to me, him tackling the Catholic Church in this sense, it, it's light and it's funny. Um, my favorite quote from it, from this, one of my favorite quotes from the entire comeback kids special is for those of you who aren't catholic i don't mean to exclude you even though we love to exclude you and i and i grew up catholic and i know that this is exactly 100 percent true because that's how i felt um, growing up in the catholic church um and i'm when he does stuff in all his specials he does some kind of religious aspect um it's very more relatable for Catholics who don't go to church anymore or Catholics that are kind of Catholics, but they, you know, you know, religion is hard to tackle. So, um, next special I saw of him, I, once I'm down the rabbit hole that was John Mulaney, um, I discovered he had another special called New in Town. And New in Town is an older special. It's one of his first. Um, but he talks about a lot of funny things here. He talks about, Ice tea and Law and Order SVU. He talks about what word is the worst word. If you can't say one of the words, that's probably the worst word. 
um, he talks about how the he has this really funny joke called the one thing you can't replace. That's my favorite joke from the special, actually. Um, it's actually quite long, but if you have a chance, I would check that one out first. Um, but I'm going to play for you his Delta Airlines joke, and that is about um, a little setup is how he realizes how he is treated when he is with his significant other and how he is treated by himself and how he realizes that 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 there's a big difference between those two although i listen to everything my girlfriend says i don't mean she bosses me around i just listen to everything she says because before i had a girlfriend i never had someone who's always standing next to me who can just point out obvious things that are happening <laughs> Like, we'll be in a restaurant, and my girlfriend will be like, you ordered your food an hour ago. It should be here by now. And I'm like, yeah, it should. <laughs> it's like having a lawyer for everyday life. She'll be like, the bus driver shouldn't talk to you that way. And I'm like, no, he shouldn't. <laughs> Before I had a girlfriend, I had no standard for how I should be treated as a human being. You could do anything to me. I was just like a young Motown singer. I was just shiny and dumb and easy to trick. I was like, oh man, you gonna give me a whole hundred dollars for all of my songs? Where do I sign, Mr. Barry Gordy? <laughs> and now when I'm not with my girlfriend, you can still do anything to me. I will tolerate any treatment. Like I travel alone sometimes, you know, and I'll, I'll, I'll put up with anything. You know? Like I'll book a ticket on some garbage airline. You know, I don't want to name an actual airline, so let's just make one up. Let's call it like Delta Airlines. So I'll book a ticket <laughs> on Delta Airlines. And I'll show up at the airport, and I go, can I get on the plane now, please? And they go, no, it's delayed nine hours. <laughs> and I go, okay, and then I go to the bathroom. And then I come out of the bathroom, and I go, any updates? And they go, yeah, we took off while you were in the bathroom. Because we hate you. Now take this meal voucher that doesn't work. Go, fetch. And I go, oh, okay, and I go over to the Wolfgang Puck Express, and I go, can I have a sandwich, please? And they go, no! And I go, oh, okay, and they go, you're a little fat girl, aren't you? And I go, no, and they go, say it! And I go, I'm a little fat girl. And then I go over to the Delta Help Desk, which is an oxymoron, and I go, can I please go home on an airplane? And they go, no, in fact, we're gonna frame you for murder. You're gonna go to jail for 30 years. And I go, why are you doing this to me? And they go, because we're Delta Airlines and life is a fucking nightmare. But with my girlfriend, she would just be like, let's see if Southwest has any flights. And in that joke, he's able to show how he realizes that difference and realizes that that's not okay. Um, and in my sense, it's like it makes the audience realize it's like, wow, I should be able to be treated the same way regardless who I'm with. Um, and, you know, it, it may have a deeper meaning. Maybe I'm looking too much into it. But, you know, that's what I thought. Um, like I said, he has this is really good special. He has one of his most popular jokes that comes from the New in Town um, stand up special is the Xanax story. It's not one of my favorites, um, but that's kind of what people remember from this um, special. So 
by the time it is 2018, I am in this rabbit hole and I don't see a ladder. I'm not getting out anytime soon. And John Mulaney is hosting SNL. And I am all for it. I'm ready for it. I, I am like hogging the TV remote all night and I make my family watch it because I'm like, you guys should watch this guy. He's super funny. Um, and so one of my favorite things that he did from the first time he hosted SNL was Diner Lobster. I call it Lobster Diner. Um, but it it's basically the premise is that John Mulaney is a waiter. And he is serving Pete Davidson's character. And he asks him what he wants to order. And Pete Davidson goes, I want the lobster. No one orders a lobster from a diner. And so then they go and the music starts to play. And it's kind of, it's a play on Les Miserables. And uh, Kenan Thompson thus comes out in a lobster tank while dressed like John Valjean, I think is his name from Les Miserables. Um, and he starts to sing, so I'm going to play a little bit of, uh, Diner Lobster for y'all right now. Did you two order yet? No. Did you two carve gang signs into the baby changing station? Yeah. All right, what do you want to eat? Uh, yeah, I'll have a grilled cheese deluxe and all. Could I get a salad instead of the fries, please? Yeah, sure thing. One grilled cheese vagina style. <laughs> Great. How about you, pal? You know what? I'll have the lobster. Excuse me? The lobster special? Did you just order lobster in a diner? <laughs> yeah, why? Because it's a diner. Like, no one orders a lobster in a diner. The, the whole seafood section is there as a, on the menu as a joke, man. I mean, seafood, the word seafood is in quote. I'm in the mood for lobster, okay? I won my lawsuit against Bumble for getting zero matches, and uh, I want to celebrate. But the lobster, you're sure that you want the lobster? I don't see what the big deal is. It's on the menu. Like, I'll have the damn lobster. Just don't do it. As you wish. All right, everyone, the time has come. We've got an order here for one lobster. <laughs> Who am I? Okay, as someone who does not like musicals, I cannot stand them. Uh, this really <laughs> made musicals appealing to me because it was, I don't know, it's catchy and it's a funny concept. Who thinks about eating a lobster in a diner? 
and and it's like something that you would never think of you know Les Miserables with a lobster in a diner but they come they mesh so well in this instinct that I'm kind of like hey musicals aren't that bad so that's just kind of the range that Mulaney has he's able to make combine things that most people don't combine and make them memorable make them funny and make them appeal to multiple audiences because like I said I don't like musicals but Diner Lobster is one of my favorite sketches from SNL that I will tell my kids and my grandkids about. I tell people about it all the time (laughs) and it's like they get it but I just find it so funny and then even the second time he hosted SNL he's he did like kind of a sequel called Bodega Bathroom and that was funny and all it's like he combines his things and he makes them funny uh, so that's what I think makes him different is that he he's appealing to multiple audiences which is really hard to do while still appealing to multiple generations and he's touching on subjects that people usually talk about but he's talking about them in a different way that makes them witty and he's fast on his feet and you know he's a very committed person to what he does I feel like as if um, the failure that was his show made him work harder and made him reevaluate a lot of his things because you really can see his improvement from new in town which is before the Mulaney show and then come back it and even on to Kid Gorgeous um, you know you can see the improvement that just doesn't come you know from time it comes from learning from your mistakes and improving on and learning from them and not denying that they happen because a lot of people will um, throw it like you know push it under the rug but it happened and he's aware of that and you really can see improvement and that's what I think makes him different Alright guys, well that concludes our first episode of Kudos to Comedy, John Mulaney edition. I hope you guys enjoyed it. And if you didn't know who John Mulaney was, I hope you learned something new today. And if you did know who John Mulaney was, I hope that you enjoyed this episode. Um, Tweet me which comedians I should take on next and which deserve my kudos. Tweet them at me. Tweet me any suggestions at HeyMyra, that's Hey at M-A-I-R-A. And let me know and I'll definitely check them out. But I'll talk to you guys soon.